Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand waned. Warned. Stand warned. Stand warned. That was a there was a typo in my mouth. It's uh <clears throat> yeah, this is Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. On the boards we got the ever loving Hill Hippie. Ever loving. <laughs> He's here. Does that mean I love everything? I guess. Uh, and, how, and forever and ever. Uh, that's how you end up with STDs. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And we're, we're talking, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of STDs. Yeah, that's a way to get it. That's a way to get it. Um, yeah, so Stan Dwayne. I don't know why I said that. I think that, that would, it would be like... Are you uh, thinking about Wayne? I am. I was thinking it's like that. That would be like something like, say you're playing like uh, Magic the Gathering against Wayne. Right, and he pulls out some sick, uh, like that legendary, legendary creature Kyle Hill. He drops that out, right? <laughs> he drops out the legendary creature Kyle Kyle Hill. It's a smart boy, you know. Right. And so uh, he he lays that out, and then boom, he hits you for like twelve damage, and he goes, "You've been waned." <laughs> anyway, so if, if you're if you're listening slash watching Wayne, uh, you know, you can have that. You can take that and put that in your pocket. It's yours. It's all yours. Even if you are not the Wayne I'm talking about, <laughs> I guess you, I guess you could. Have that. <laughs> You've been waned. Uh, even if you say they can't have it, they're going to take it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, just, uh, you know, kick a few bucks back to me in the residuals. That's where I make my money in the residuals. Ah. No, I'm lying. So, uh, we, intro, welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. Greetings, hello, and welcome. In your ear holes. Yeah, so uh, we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend there, Hill Hippie? Uh, it was well. It was well. Saturday, I went and listened to some live music, and uh, I really enjoyed the band that was playing. They were uh, silly in the right kind of ways. They put uh, songs that were not in the rock genre into the rock genre, meddling out uh, some crazy stuff like uh, uh, Baby Got Back and uh, Bye 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 by NSYNC. Nice. While periodically having somebody uh, dressed up in a one of those fabric T-Rex costumes dancing around in the crowd. Wonderful. <laughs> it was some funny shit. Well, I mean, unless, unless you're having fun with music, you, uh, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's why I was always, always loved uh, Weird Al Yankovic all the way back to the Dr. Demento days. And so, I mean, it's... Why can't music be funny? And why don't people take it seriously? Why don't people take like like a musician like Weird Al Yankovic seriously? And some of the tracks that I've of Weird Al Yankovic, you know, you're just like this dude sat in his house for like a weekend, multi layering vocal tracks of himself going over and over again. It's like what a nerdy thing to do. <laughs> That's incredibly nerdy. That's like sitting around doing a podcast slash video show. Speaking of which, you might want to adjust the chroma key on moi but if, yeah for those of you listening it doesn't really matter uh you can go check out the video over on patreon that should be up maybe later tonight depends on how long you know, how long video processing takes and upload <laughs> so forth so uh yeah so that was nice you know remember the name of the band though red light romeo red light romeo mm-hmm. i like it yeah, I uh, actually got their contact information and uh, passed it along to Nick to see if he can uh, get them on to uh, Below the Deck. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yesterday, uh, not yesterday, uh, Sunday, uh, Otherland Dreams had its uh, special international. We went international. How's that? We interviewed somebody over in England. Really? Really. Cool. Was it like, uh, did they fly out here? And- no. No, it was a real life conversation with somebody in England at the time. How'd you do that? Skype. Oh, well, that's got to be way cheaper than flying them out here. A little bit. <laughs> oh, we saved some money then. Yeah, that'd have blown was, my entire budget for worried. the year. Yeah, I was worried. <laughs> I was like, what kind of patrons you got over there? <laughs> uh, over there at patreon.com slash otherland dreams. How many, what kind of patrons you got? None of that that generous. Apparently. <laughs> but like, uh, we can't afford Skype. Right. We can yeah. afford Skype. <laughs> and despite some uh, technical difficulties, you know, we got the, the show rolling. The interview went on really, really well. I, I really enjoyed it. 
and for me, the best part of it was this is the teacher that uh, Lady Sarsenfire had for three years of a, a doing this correspondence uh, course. Oh, okay. And other than emailing back and forth to each other, those two had never spoken. So was it like they? Um, it was after a few con- after a few moments of conversation, they realized, "Hey, I've talked to this person before," or was it like, "Oh, I know no. ahead of time, I've." I've already corresponded with this person. Right. Uh, oh, it's more interesting the first way. No, no. They, uh, because of who she was, I had LSF email her, ask her if she'd be interested. And she's like, oh, yeah. So when I set up Skype before the show started, you know, just listening to those two talk back and forth as if old friends who had hadn't seen each other in 500 years. I got gotcha, you. Yeah. It was just, and knowing that was the first time they've ever had that ability to do that, I was like, you know, this is cool. Oh, so this the, is why I make this show to get catch that repartee right. that's already existed. That magic, yeah, that, that magic. That's pretty cool, man. It's way cooler than my weekend. I helped a friend move. <laughs> <laughs> it's magic in a way. My back's been killing me all week. You've saved him money. I sure did. Kinda. How much did you charge him? Well, I dropped his TV. Oh, how big was the TV? 65 inches. Oh. oh is that one about 65 inches? <laughs> yeah, it's about it's that a, size. A little bit smaller than that. Okay. But uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't think I broke it. Fingers crossed. Did you not plug it in and test it? Uh, no, it's just kind of like a drop off thing. Because, I mean, it was he was moving to North Carolina and it's like a four hour drive. Mm-hmm. to uh to get there from here and so it was just basically shoving everything in there and he said he was going to come back later this week uh he's probably up there right now and uh cursing you set, because his up. tv ain't working yeah his tv isn't working it doesn't work now he's like, i'm gonna put on some avengers in the background while i'm unpacking and yeah. nope. all of a sudden he turns it on the screen's all cracky uh scar joe's boobs are all kinds of candy wampus he's going cross-eyed he's blaming you it ain't Christian. It ain't Christian. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't send me to hell. Okay. Don't send me to hell. It's not my place. Yeah, that's pretty much all I did was help a friend move. It was fun. I mean, because, you know, it's a good friend and he's moving away and you get to spend a lot more time with him. It stinks. But, I mean, it's a smart move for him career-wise. So. Nah. And sometimes you got to do that, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes you got to go, you know, you got to take the leap. You got to reach out and pull that better fruit. From up on top. Oh, reach out for that fruit. Ah, well, I was trying to be inspirational, but Hill Hippie won't let me. Sometimes that's what the fruit does in your hand. Yeah. Um. So I'll, I'll just move on to the next topic. Uh, point of personal privilege. Point of personal privilege, uh, comrade. Uh, Madman lower case, Fredericksburg. Uh, put your uh, put your white privilege away, please. I, I can't do that. It's impossible for me. Um, uh, yeah, I'm the Madman Lowercase from Fredericksburg. Uh, he, him. Uh, could everyone please keep the whispering and chattering down, please? Because it's very triggering for me. He, him. What the fuck? That's the pronouns I use. Um, yeah, it's very, very hard for me to focus in this in an environment where there's all this kind of stuff going on. So uh, let's you know, try to keep that down. Uh, also, let's refrain from using gendered language. You um, just used gender a uh, gendered language. Mm, I know, but I was referring to the, the pronouns I prefer to use, and you have to use my preferred pronouns. Also, instead of clapping, all right, um, just shoot these up, these jazz hands, shoot them up because sudden bursts of noise can be very triggering to some people. Um, if you need the microphone help for you in some special way because of your invisible disabilities, uh, be sure to let us know. And remember, don't talk to cops. Uh, don't talk to people claiming to be the press without being shown the proper conen- credentials. Uh, some MAGA protesters will be coming down tomorrow. And if you haven't, if you have done any uh, abortion clinic escort work, um, you know the rule. Don't engage with those types. Uh, anyone with an aggressive scent. I see you've already showered. Hill hippie. So everyone, anyone with an aggressive scent should be cautious when visiting our many safe, safe spaces. You keep up with this bullshit and I'm going to fart and make the room smell better. Oh, that's that's going to trigger me, bro. Tough shit. So did you see the Democratic Socialists of America convention? Only because you forced it upon me. I made you watch it. That's why I had to shower. That's why you felt dirty after watching it, huh? I felt dumb. Yeah, exactly. 
So lols, that shit is hilarious. I don't know how many times I've watched those videos of <laughs> of that because it is hilarious. I, I I stand by what I said right after I watched it. You felt dirty. No, I looked up at the sky and said, okay, take me now. It's, I've seen it all. It's a big one. I'm coming for you. I ain't got an Elizabeth the ghost visit, right. but get Elizabeth, me the fuck out of here. Elizabeth the ghost visit, but I don't care. I'm so, done with this shit. Yeah, and I just, I can't believe that Tim Pool thinks that these fools are dangerous enough to start a civil war. I mean, Tim's Tim's been real caustic lately. I'm concerned about him. But, um, yeah, I can't, I mean, these people can't even agree on how to speak to each other. Yeah, they, they would have no command structure. And this is the America that they want. You know, it's it's not like our government isn't already farting around too much as it is. You know, so... And this is the kind of America that they want, where they want a bunch of people sitting around talking, telling each other how they need to behave and how how they need to speak to each other instead of, I don't know, suggesting ideas. Whatever happened? What's wrong with applause? There's nothing wrong with applause. And let me ask you something. If, If like whispering and chattering bothers you to the point where you get triggered, I mean, it's like you can't tell me you're a 20 something. There's like a 20 something in this video. A 20-something has never been to a fucking concert. Right. What do you do? If you have never been to a concert, no wonder you're so fucking crazy. Because you can't... You can't deal with that kind of noise? Applause? I think I've got an answer to this whole problem. But I need the help of Joe Rogan. How is Joe Rogan going to help? Because he is going to find the financing because he will get behind this idea. I say we find a way and take all these people who've got these simple, so, so, so stupid ideas and we give them all DMT. That'll solve everything. Well, I know Joe Rogan will be down for that. Yeah. But uh, I watched that. What's that called? The Spirit Molecule documentary. Uh-huh. I watched that again last night. And I was just like, geez, you look so young. <laughs> and so, uh, and fat. And so, <laughs> he looks chubby in that. I was like, damn, it's been a while since I've seen this. And so, uh, yeah, I know he'd be down with it, but, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, I don't know, even that can't, even like a spiritual experience can't fix some people. <coughs> no, it, it, it really could because they have the experience that come out of it. What the fuck have I been doing and thinking? What I hope so. was wrong with me? I hope so. You know, um, and I think that's the issue is that the, they kind of get into this intellectual loop where they're just, they're constantly trying to prove that they're tolerant and uh, and understanding and sympathetic. And then on the back end, they're just like, but, you know, people need to be sympathetic to me and I need to be, you know, some acknowledgement and stuff like that. And they just catch, you know, they catch this loop of, I don't know, just stupidity. It's, it's like this. If you see what I'm doing, I'm mm-hmm. doing the little. Yeah, I get it. Crazy thing. Now the <laughs> listeners get it. <laughs> It's a little crazy gesture. There's only one other way to make this happen, though, if Joe Rogan's not on board. <coughs> well, he's going to have to buy the DMT. We can't bank. No, we're, no, he won't buy it. We'll do, he'll just help crowdfund it, get everyone in, uh, behind all his uh, subscribers and listeners to uh, provide the crowdfunding, and we'll make it happen. Or, or, he'll, or. Hippie, he'll Hippie 2020. Nomination platform of making uh, magic mushrooms legal for all. Well, it's like your graduation ceremony at Monia High School is a DMT trip. (laughs) Yes. That's what you have to do. Yes. You go to the, uh, you got to go sign up for uh, selective services and take a DMT trip. That's crazy. Hey, have you ever tried DMT? Yes. (laughs) Golly. These democratic socialists. I don't, it's hilarious. It's just funny. That's all. Go if you haven't seen the videos of this uh, Democratic Democratic Socialists of America conference. It, consider yourself lucky. Yeah, consider yourself lucky. But I kind of like that kind of stuff because it makes me laugh. And so uh, check it out. I wanted to put a wood burning implement into my ears and into my eyes after experiencing that, so I would never have to experience it again. I'm sorry I brought it up. It made me feel like I wanted to be the guy from the song One by Metallica. No arms, no legs, no hearing, no sight, no speech. Just off in my own little world where I didn't have to put up with this type of bullshit. It was landmines, man. It triggered me, man. (laughs) 
lines are a serious problem. Let's be honest. Yes. And I think Metallica was brave enough to broach that issue. I mean, in what, in the 80s? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, well, you know, a lot of people weren't talking about that back in the 80s, you know, about the dangers of landmines and so forth. I mean, because there's tons of them still buried all over the world, and they're extremely dangerous, you mm-hmm. know. Kit. Especially in Europe. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many wars. Anyway, I'm going to move on to the next topic. All right. I was thinking about Aquaman or Namor. The Submariner, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, supposedly, they are rulers of an entire race. Are they a race or are they a species? The Atlanteans. I would say species. Let's go with species. All right. Entire species of people who live under the sea. All right. Now. Um, you can't just give us one verse of that. Under the sea. Darling, it's hot. Under the water. Under the sea. There you go. You're right. It's kind of addictive. Mm-hmm. I want to keep doing it. Under the sea. Anyway, so Namor has pretty much, much been the, the hardliner when it comes to, whoa, when it comes to. Uh, <laughs> See, that was the, the universe humans. telling you not to sing another and verse. No, no more singing for the madman. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so Namor has always been more hardcore than Aquaman when it comes to dealing with um, humans. And the way they treat the ocean. All right. About how humans suck and they're constantly dumping trash in the oceans. But I was wondering, why doesn't he just use his powers as a ruler uh, to mobilize the Atlanteans to start dumping the human trash and Atlantean trash up on human shores? Let's see. That's what I would do. New Yorkers would wake up every morning and see a dump truck back out of the water, dump a shitload of trash into Battery Park. As it has Atlantis Waste Management Systems written on the side. You know, now I'm wondering what the Atlantean trash looks like. Red tide. Red tide. Mm-hmm. Is that where like the algae? Yep. Algae. How do you, how, how do you say that word? Algae. Algae. Al- I've heard it said algae and euro. Euro. No way. That's something else. Gyro. Wait, no, that's, that's a delicious sandwich. Not technically a sandwich, sir. Open-faced. Yes, sir. Mm, foiled again. <laughs> so, yeah, what? No, I was thinking maybe, no, like Atlantean trash would be like broken tridents. Uh, see, that's the thing. The red tide is their sewage. Ewage. So they pump, they pump their poop up to the surface, and that mm-hmm. ends up as a red tide. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. So does that mean... Atlanteans poop red? Yeah. Why not? I mean, think about the number of tuna that they have to eat. Tuna meat is red. They're pinkish. Do you think... Do you think Aquaman summons them? Tuna, come here. What do you want, Aquaman? Oh, just wondering what you're up to. (laughs) When he's out on adventure, probably, but... On the day-to-day, no, because it would take away from the economy of Atlantis. It would take, you know, jobs out of the uh, the peasants, people who have to go out and do the fishing. Right, right. Or I guess in their case, it'd be hunting, not fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's hunting. <laughs> I guess I guess it's hunting? I would say so. Yeah. But what else would be in Atlantean trash? Like, obviously, fish bones. Um Dead seaweed, maybe? No, they use that as fertilizer for uh, growing uh, the kelp fields. That, that, would make, that would make more sense. But what do Atlanteans wipe their butt with? they got to wipe with something, right? Uh, they, that's called ocean current. They just let the the Gulf Stream carry it away? Mm-hmm. Give you that that fresh feeling? That super-powered bidet? you get, you got to wipe that. you got to. Seriously, if they have any kind of anus like we have an anus. They got to wipe with something. One would think, but here's a better, a better thought that just popped into my head. Thank you, Mr. Madman, for making me think about this. They live on the bottom of the ocean, right? Uh Uh-huh. Under the the sea. Under the sea, where the pressure is so much stronger. Think about the power and strength of an Atlantean rectum to be able to force fecal matter out of that opening into that pressurized environment. That's some power, yo. They would have powerful sphincters. <laughs> that's they a, would have powerful sphincters. That's a power poop. All right. I don't want to talk about that anymore. 
But you brought it up. Yeah, my point is that we need to do something about the trash situation on this planet. Aye. Before we need to invent Wally. <laughs> Scary thought. Wally. Uh, because uh, the bad news is, is that Namor and Aquaman are not real. You know, and if that, that's a good thing, it could be. But ima- I imagine they would be more proactive about trying to keep trash out of the oceans. Or um, they would lead in an, an entire Atlantean army against us and just, you know what? I'm done with this. Let's get rid of this virus that's on the face of the earth mm-hmm. and just wipe us out. That's yeah, double edged sword. Yeah. Indeed it is. Um, but, you know, I guess, you know, Namor and Aquaman aren't real. Oh, well. But neither is Ariel the Little Mermaid because she is like 100% the opposite of Namor. You know, trash rains down on her and she wants to sort it and collect it. That's a weird bitch. <laughs> That's a weird chick, man. You know, and then, you know. I, no, no, no. We do the same fucking thing. Seashells. I don't do that. Are the trash of the sea? It's this bones. I don't do that. It's bones and discarded things from S- sand dollars, right? At, and human beings do that all the time. How does that make her weird if she's just doing the same thing that we are, collecting something from a different world? Yeah. Okay. Well, here I am in my glass house, throwing stones. Don't mess with my aerial, man. Are people that attached to that movie? I have no idea. Under the sea, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it too. So I got a little section here set aside for Hill Hippie's Garden. All right. <clears throat> guess what? What chicken butt? <sighs> Scientists are actually working on making sex safer. Okay. Is it going to be like the Demolition Man thing where they got the VR headset and you don't actually have to touch them? Because I bet I get laid a lot more. If that were an option. Yeah, that's called uh, Pornhub in your hand. No. No, they've actually had the first test. Uh, Oh, excuse me. Of a chlamydia vaccine. Really? Really. Really? Really. Tell me more. It's still in the first trial. This is the first time that they've ever done a test. They did a test on uh, 35 women. And results from these tests have all come back with... Uh, antibodies being developed by these women that all have taken this vaccine. You know, they still got to do uh, further trials you know, down the road to uh, see if this vaccine, this uh, antibody actually sticks around and can prevent a chlamydia infection or not. What did you just look up? Chlamydia. Google images. Dumbass. Yes. I'm sorry. I closed the window. <laughs> Go continue. <laughs> Didn't you learn enough when I told you to fucking Google Blue Waffle? (laughs) I guess I I didn't learn my lesson. I shouldn't have looked at that. I shouldn't have looked at that. So they're going to fix this? Uh, Yeah. They're going to fix this? They believe that they could potentially have a working chlamydia vaccine in as little as five years. That's good. Why wouldn't it be? It can if it's the, the most common STI on the planet, and if it goes untreated, it can make people infertile. Wait a minute, maybe maybe this isn't a good thing. We got too many motherfuckers on this planet as it is. Lots of trash they're producing. Mm-hmm. All right, Namor, you're starting to make me uh, question your uh, your loyalty here. Which side are you on? No wonder you can't crack one off. And fart on air because your the pressure's too low up here. Exactly. Underwater, I make bubbles like crazy, yo. Yep. Jet propulsion. Anyway, you were saying about chlamydia being gone in like five years? No. They could have a vaccine for it in five years. It's like it being gone. Uh, Sarah Gilbert, a professor of... Uh, from the cute one from... Uh, from uh, the University of Oxford? Oh. No, not... Roseanne from Roseanne? Not that Sarah Gilbert, even though the name is spelled the same. She was a cute one. I'm going to Google that instead. You can continue. (laughs) Don't combine the images. (laughs) 
uh, a professor of uh, vaccinology at the University of Oxford, who was not involved in the study, said further research is needed as this trial looked primarily at the safety of the vaccine in healthy adults. More trials will be needed to find out if these immune responses are capable of preventing chlamydia infections in people who have not been exposed. It is uh, not clear how soon a chlamydia vaccine could be uh, used in the general population. It depends on whether or not the person, uh, the company that manufactured would be able to mass produce the vaccine in large quantities or if they would hand that responsibility off to a different manufacturer. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Logistics. Uh, the four infections, uh, the four most common infections are, I think, the four STIs are chlamydia, gonorrhea, trike, and syphilis. An average of one in every 25 people globally has at least one of these STIs, according to the WHO. Like Roger Daltrey? They've had enough ass. I think they would know. I guess, yeah. I guess it's a valid source. Well, WHO is in capital letters, H uh, WHO. So, oh, and, and the World Health Organization. Yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah, I would trust them. A little bit less than the Who. I think the Who is, you know, has Pr- probably had more, uh, pract- been more practical, uh, promiscuous practic- practical experience. Right. I, I, I would no. trust their numbers be to be within five percent of accurate. <laughs> Sarah Gilbert, she's such a kind face. She's cutie. Anyway, sorry, that's what I was doing, looking at Googling. What are you doing over there? Nothing. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's cool, man. What made you think about that? You, you got it? You got it? No. What makes me think about it? Yeah. Uh, well, shit, I just transferred the uh, screen over. This did. The weird shit that pops up in my feed every day. Apparently, you know it talks about. And there was this one article I really, really wanted to uh, touch upon this week, but I can't find it a second time. Which was how studies of uh, consciousness. They they created these uh, mathematical models inside of supercomputers and run the evolution of human beings over and over and over again to see if we developed uh, the ability to see reality as it actually exists or the way that we needed to see it to exist in order to thrive. <clears throat> Maybe there's a good reason it got deleted. <laughs> really? I don't know. Really? Are you done with your... Oh yeah, I'm done with the garden. Now I'm ball okay. busting. Now you're busting balls. Okay. So uh, I can't ha- be sure. Ha- can you? I was going to say, what can you prove? What can you prove about reality? Nothing. Exactly. Time. Can you? Yeah. I'll tell you, it's real. Time is just the uh, a, a created invention, uh, metric to what is it? <sighs> Track the movement of objects. Yeah is the stupidest way I've ever heard the description of time. That's pretty stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so I got a little section here set aside. It calls shameless self-promotion and beg for advertisers. Please, please advertise with us, please. I'm kidding. I'm not. This show show is going to go on whether or not you get your money. I'm the owner (laughs) Fools. I'm the owner of FXBG Public Radio. He doesn't pay me. He beats me. You agreed that that was mutual. No. (laughs) You told me I had to. Otherwise, you were going to cut my toe off. That sounds like a weirdly specific threat I am not apt to make. Well, you said it would. I'd have to learn to walk all over again. I wouldn't be able to get out into the uh, forest and hunt mushrooms. Mm. You don't remember that? Are you trying to cover it up? Because I scarred me, man. Blocked it. Blocked it out. Scarred me. Anyway, so, um, yeah, we would love to have your advertisement. Now, if you would uh, be so kind as to go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio, uh, you'll see that I have created if you haven't been there before, that there are three tiers now. Um, If you have been there before, there are three tiers now. There's two more tiers you can get. 
you go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio, you can see you have the uh, the basic uh, uh, tier. I have to pull it up again. Forget what Phrasing. I, I forget. I forget what the uh, the very first tier I called it. It was like a months ago. Uh, silent partner for as little as three dollars a month, you become a silent partner and get access to all of our video footage. And um, yeah, and then the next tier is the advertising tier, where you know you can have your product, service, event, whatever you want to advertise, you can advertise on our show for sixty bucks a month. And that's a one thirty to sixty minute ad. Plus, we're probably going to joke about it in a very friendly way, in positive way, or um, a very negative and rude way. Depends on what you want. Depends on yeah. It depends on like if you want us to do it that way. Um, you can either you know choose how you want to do the ad. We'll interact with you. It's like if you become a sixty month dollar a month patron advertiser, um, we will work. We will work with you. We'll include your advertisements uh, on on our video feed as well as the audio. And so, yeah, you can get ads straight through Shock Monkey Radio over on Patreon.com and just join that tier. And, of course, if you join that tier, then you get access to all the videos and stuff like that because, you know, why not? We throw that in for free. But, I mean, you know, advertising on the show and wanting to watch the show are two different things, and that's okay with me. It's as simple as this. Tune in tonight at 1030 on FXBG Public Radio for Otherland Dreams and join myself, Hill Hippie, and Lady Stars on Fire as we talk about Spirit Guide Dolphins. See how our, quick our advertisements are and how positive they can be. Get one for yourself. You owe me $15. You can suck it. All right. I will not. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and uh, the last here is a new one I just I did for funsies. For funsies. So I'm just going to tell you what it is. I'm going to read it straight straight up off the Patreon website, patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Uh, this is a $100 one-time payment. It's called Hijack the News Worth Knowing. For a one-time payment of $100, you can hijack the News Worth Knowing. You get to choose what we talk about on the second half of one show of Shock Monkey Radio. You could choose up to six topics or stories you want us to talk about. You can also include images, audio files, or video files that can be played on that show. As long as they don't infringe any copyright laws. Obviously. And so, um, where was I? We allow you to... Yeah, and so um, when you make this payment, the madman will contact you and let you know the date. Uh, We will allow you to hijack the news worth knowing unless you want to schedule um, this for a certain date. Remember, however, we only record live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. So get creative. Try to stump the madman or the hill hippie. Try to make us groan. Try to make me regret creating this tier. <laughs> it's not that hard. I make him regret selecting me as a co-host every day. Yeah, that's all right, though. I'm pretty tolerant. So, uh, yeah, go over to patreon.com slash radio. Please consider becoming a patron. If not, you know, find my YouTube channel, search for the Madman Lowercase. And um, on YouTube, Madman, the Madman Lowercase, that's three words, the Madman in lowercase. Um and you can share my videos, and that gets us more out there. And maybe somebody else who, who likes the videos that you share it with will be like, hey, I got a few extra bucks to throw the, the madman's away. I want to keep this insanity rolling. See where see how this plays out. Speaking of seeing how things play out, you want to get into the news worth knowing? Don't I always? You do. You all right, buddy? The wizard of... Uh, you what number? Four. Four. I'm I'm trying to scramble f- to find the notes just out of curiosity. Are you talking about the new Italian slur word at all today on your docket? Yes. Okay. Where is that? Because I'd like I have I would like to weigh in. It's actually my first story. Okay. I'm really excited. You're clearly. That's why you walked in looking confused. We got yeah, you, I don't I don't I also don't want to step on what you have planned. So All right. Well, let me read the article. Yes. All right. So uh, CNN Chris Cuomo seen an unverified video. It seems pretty verified to me. Seen an unverified video cursing at man who apparently called him Fredo. All right. So uh, this went viral Monday night, and it shows uh, Chris, Chris Cuomo from, C- from CNN cursing and threatening a man who apparently ta- taunted the host by calling him Fredo. A uh, video that originally surfaced on the YouTube channel, That's the Point with Brandon, uh, begins in the midst of the con- confrontation, which allegedly took place on Sunday. With a man telling Cuomo, I thought that's what that's that was who you were. 
<laughs> what a dick. Hilarious, but you're a dick, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, Fredo was capable of banging two cocktail waitresses at the two, same two time. Two at a time, so. yeah. <laughs> so but, but was it also, a compliment? I don't know. But this is what uh, Chris Cuomo said in response. No punk ass bit. No punk ass bitches from the right call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. <laughs> I'm an anchor on CNN. He's so proud. Get, this, you, get you somebody that loves you. Yes, that's. I'm not quoting Ben Shapiro today because I don't think he likes I, us. I did it. Uh, why don't you? Why do you say that? He said he made a comment on a podcast one time that he said he doesn't like shock jocks, and I was just like. Fuck you, Ben Shapiro. For the first time in my life. <laughs> I was like... The honeymoon phase is over. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> anyway, uh, he, he continued by saying, Cuomo continued by saying, Fredo was from The Godfather. Duh. He was weak. He was a weak brother. Duh. And they used that as an Italian slur? Are any of you Italian? And these guys are like, a little bit, a little, I don't know, I'm mud american like anybody else <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you know it's it's like no 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 that's an insult to your fucking people it's like the n-word for us i know some other ones so here's the thing that have been around for a lot longer here's the than thing. fredo if fredo if fredo is the n-word for, for italians, italians. Then we're gonna have a bunch of greasy wop dagos running around in guinea tees uh going what up my fredo <laughs> That was pretty good. Right? Uh, by the way, I'm Italian, so I can say all of that. Good. I don't have to... No disclaimer necessary. Yeah. I'm, uh, oh, the, there was a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Yeah. So that it's a blanket. Yeah. And for those of you You've searching... you waned. For those of you searching <laughs> for offensive terms to say to Italians, I just give you a bunch of them. That's what I mean. It's like, <laughs> it's been around for a long time. What's going to happen now is a bunch of people are going to come out with Italian slurs to say no crisp or... Was it Chris Cuomo or is the Chris other Cuomo? Right. No, Chris Cuomo. The uh, the actual term that you're thinking of is this. I'm just waiting for that to be the next pin that drops. It's like now people are going to educate him. No, if we were trying to offend you, we would have called you this. And I'm not actually calling you that. I'm just giving you an example of what should actually be offensive to you. I mean, <laughs> EK is 100% correct. You know, if you're just making up new words... To if you say like if you say spaghetti around an Italian person and they're like that's our word that's it's our like, word <laughs> damn it I missed one <laughs> it's our word damn it so, I, I prepared that thing damn it uh, that's why you got to write down notes that's why I write notes hey, that's why you need to be prepared there linguini I know oh damn damn you just you call me linguini you can't say that that's my word. <laughs> What is it for white people like me? It's like, you can't, you can't say macaroni and cheese. That's my word. <laughs> That's our word. Yeah, let me just educate you without the uh, the Scottish-Irish uh, heritage. Don't call me haggis. You can't say how about this heat. That's our phrase. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> Here's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, any, anyway, so. Uh, Cuomo went on to say, "Is like I got something to say that I can do on, uh, about what I do on television. Then say it, but then don't have to call me a call me a fucking insult." Oh, and one last thing I wanted to add—that's the other thing I forgot about the Fredo thing. It didn't mean what? What did he say? It meant the the, the weak brother. That's not what it meant. It's not what it, Fredo was not the weak brother. He, he was, was the, the dumb, dumb brother, brother who thought he was smart. I'm smart, right? I'm smart. He wasn't weak. He was dumb. He, ran, he may have been banging cocktail waitresses two at a time, but nobody really cares about that. That has right. nothing to do with running the casino into the ground. Right. right. Okay. He was smooth, also dumb. Yeah. Or taking <laughs> his friends in Cuba to see some dude with a huge dick. When you go to Cuba and that's what you choose to do, there's something very wrong with you, Fredo. He was the meathead of the family. You broke my but heart. Which is weird because he saw what Fredo looked like, right? And he was the meathead. No, hey, Sonny was a meathead. I'm not. Ah. Sonny was. Yeah, a meathead. Sonny was the meathead. I'm not right. Italian, but if I could bang two cocktail waitresses at the same time, I'd be proud to wear the term Fredo. I'm saying that's the thing. That's the thing that I remember he Fredo for. He Other than him being dumb, it was. Hey, there was the scene. In, there was the scene in Godfather Two where they where they described Fredo as weak. Fredo is weak. Really? Yeah. Do you remember? Oh, oh, no, I don't. They said it in Italian. Oh, that's probably why. I only know a couple <laughs> words in Italian. I know. I, I know Stizit and Nontefrego, which is shut up, I don't care. Um, and and Funkul, which is fuck. Um, 
you know, things that I heard growing up in my, my Italian grandmother's household. <laughs> <laughs> my sweet Italian grandmother. Pride immigrant. American immigrant. <laughs> Pug Mahone. Yeah, anyway, so he, like, he got in this dude's face. They threatened to throw him down some stairs and stuff like that. But there's one comment where the, the dude who, this point, that's the point with Brandon, this guy, he says to him, uh, you're, uh, what was the, how do you say it? I got, I wrote it in the notes. Uh, you're much more reasonable in person than you are on your TV show. And I was like, damn, dude, did you write that down the night before? You had to. You had to. It's like, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to call him Fredo. And then he's going to react to it. And then I'm going to hit him yeah, with, the, in the, hit him yeah, with the left. The you know? And I was like, damn, dude. But that was a sick zing. You're still a dick, sir. You're a dick for going up there and and trying to start some and shit there's, with the guy. And there's the, there's the crux of the matter yeah. is no matter how much of a dolt Cuomo is – yeah, you were You're, wrong for you starting that shit. You were being insightful, mm -hmm. which is exactly the kind of stuff we don't want the left doing. Mm -hmm. So why are you going to attack the left with the same exactly. method we want to quash as exactly. a whole? As a general in, in yeah. society. And so, I mean, yeah, you are a dick, sir. So I don't, I don't really fault Chris Cuomo for getting up in this dude's face and fighting back. That's your God-given right as oh, an American. Oh, not at all. No. Yeah. But I also want to call a lot of attention to the stupidity <laughs> Of what he said. Of what he said. I know you get you get <laughs> heated. You know, you get heated up and you say things and you you didn't necessarily think about it too long. And he didn't use his jazz hands. That reminds me, you have a very aggressive scent. Are you going to oh, continue to say yeah, apologies? <laughs> he really left. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go on to this next story. Muting his mic. <laughs> Uh, arrogant son. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> I, I assumed that was serious because I'm going to go shower. Okay. No, we're, you, man. Just, no, that, that was, was from something... a story earlier. That was uh, from a story earlier we did. A little get bit earlier. You I can just want to point it. out to the listeners that don't, don't know why I was confused and left the room immediately <laughs> as I did come home right after work and, and went in the other room, dried off from the heat of the day, uh, and uh, came right back in the room because I didn't want to miss the Cuomo story. I got you. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go shower. All right. Smells like a good idea. All right. So what's going Stop on? Stop making me mute and unmute mics. Yeah. Uh, work here. I'm just going to go over this one real quickly because EK ate up a little bit of time. So uh, arrogant son pushes BMW given to him in the river because he wanted a Jaguar. Guess where this happened? Uh, California. India. Oh, good golly. Haryana. Uh, Haryana state in northern India. Excuse me. A young driver allegedly pushed, ooh, burp, into a river. That wasn't a burp. A B, yeah. I tried to squelch it. Uh, he tried to, uh, he allegedly pushed into a river a BMW he got from his parents because he wanted a Jaguar. You, sir, are a douche. Yeah. He's local, uh, known as Akash. He pushed the brand new car after he got upset, claiming that it was too small for him and his pals. Uh, a video shows a car sinking into the water of... Yamun, Yamun Anagar. I think I did it. Hari, Haryana State in northern India. It had to be pulled out using a crane. Yeah. Yeah. He said he jumped out of the rear, out of the vehicle as it was rolling, as it reached deep water, and he goes, "Kiki, do you love me?" <laughs> uh, the police official said the youth was arrogant and kept insisting that he should be given a Jaguar, as a BMW is a little small for his. Uh, him and his friends. So, uh, yeah, he's going to get a Jaguar. They're going to take him out to the jungle and, and show him a real one. Mm -hmm. There you go. Douche. So, you know, spoiled bastards live all over the world. All over the world. Spoiled little rich Indian bitch. I, I'm just glad it's not another American bridezilla. Yeah, it's been a while since we did a bridezilla one. Let's huh? keep it that way. Okay. That that those stories have a very aggressive scent. Indeed, they do. Indeed, they do. I don't feel like using my jazz hands on those stories. Mm. I feel like using this. That's always universal in America, anyway. <laughs> Western society, Western society. Let's go with Occidental society. Uh, let's uh, give one that our English listeners can uh, understand or viewers. We should have said Anglican. Anglican. Yeah. Anglo-Saxon? 
Anglican. I don't know if that's an actual word or not. It is. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And it definition? It's a, it's a different way of saying English. British. Limey. Sorry, England. So sorry. Because I am in love with Rebecca Felgate. She's Canadian. No, she is not. She lives in Canada. She lives in Canada. She's Canadian. She comes from the beloved Isle. Was she born there? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough then. She's still Canadian. It's over, Rebecca. Anyway, so uh, let's go. <laughs> I don't blame date, Canada. I don't date Canadians. I'm kidding. I would. Um. So only bottled water for Newark residents. This is what the EPA says. Um. I want to talk about this story quickly, but I want to get to hit the main points. Uh, just over a year ago, Newark officials declared the city's water to be absolutely safe to drink. But last week, uh, environmental officials called on the city to advise to advise residents. Um, uh, with known or suspected lead service lines that the filters that they have been ugh, have been provided were not reliable after elevated lead levels were discovered in two Newark. There's a lot of lead in the water now. New York or Newark? Newark. Delaware? Newark, Newark New Jersey. Oh, Newark, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah, for three years, um, they have been mired in a crisis uh, caused by high levels of lead in the drinking water. Uh, there is a water filter program is meant to answer the call for safe, safer water has failed to solve the problem. Now in a move no, that echoes Flint, Michigan. with EK. The water? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, so here's here's the long and short of it, of what I want to say, is that, you know, people are need people in Newark and New Jersey are being forced to drink only bottled water. And I imagine you could probably boil some of the water and save it, but I don't know. That's not going to get the lead out. That's not going to get the lead out? No, you would have to do a, like a desalinization steel. Yeah, okay. A filter, filter, filtration process. Right. Somewhere right. where the steam I'll, would I'll come up. I'll think about disease. I don't know. A poop in the water. I yeah. The steam would have to come up and collect and run off into a different container. Distillery. Yeah. So, and that's why people would drink a lot of liquor back in the day. So, um, <laughs> it would, at least that we would, know that's safe. <laughs> if it was made with this water, it'd still have the lead in it. <laughs> yeah. So, that was a heavy shot. <laughs> so the issue is, um, um, like Flint, Michigan, this is happening in other older cities inside the United States. Mm-hmm. Flint, Michigan, Newark, New Jersey, and so forth. And so, for God's sakes, you politicians, get up off your ass, quit fucking tweeting, and fix our nation's infrastructure. You know, you've been farting around, running up our national debt for far too long. For what? For what? So they could play the back nine. For abortion clinics? For illegal immigrants? For health care for all and people, you know, what's a good way to uh, uh, improve the health of people in your uh, uh, districts, clean drinking water. You have died. You have died of dysentery should not be a thing that happens ever. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore. It should be only be an Oregon trail thing. Video game thing. History book thing. And so, I mean, instead of sitting out there and fighting these ridiculous, ridiculous battles, I mean, just look at the news. Look at the news and what they're talking about. It's like Trump tweeted this, and this is all day, all day, these politicians are talking about what Trump tweeted and how they feel about it had tweeted and where the racism is in this country. Quit fucking around. I'm angry. I don't even live in Newark. I don't want to go to Newark. I don't ever want to be in Newark. And it has nothing to do with the fact that the water is fucked up there. Is it because it's in New Jersey? It's in New Jersey. Sorry. I'm sorry, New Jersey. But I do have your back. I do have your back from down here in Fredericksburg, down here in Virginia. And I'm tired of these politicians farting around as this country goes to shit. I'm sorry you have to drink bottled water. That does suck. Anyway. Because then you get the chemicals leached from the plastic bottles into your system. Yeah. Exactly. There's there's no safe... There's no safe space. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> well done, yeah, sir. Grow up. Well done. <laughs> Welcome to adulthood. Oh, wait. Oh, there you go. That's the right way to do it right there. The jazz hands. All right. So uh, we got about 10 minutes left. And we got some big stories here. I'm going to touch on this real. You're going to touch on this? I'm going to touch. Excuse me. I'm going to touch on this very briefly because there's a lot to this. And yet, generally, I don't like to. Uh, comment on something as it's unfolding. So um, 
Yeah, Epstein has been uh, called criminalizing sex with teen girls. He has called criminalizing teen, teen girls a cultural aberration. Now, this comes, um, as, you, as you may or may not know, Jeffrey Epstein, um, a, a mysterious money man and pedophile, was found dead in federal prison uh, on early Saturday. Now, this is still unfolding, and there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories about what might be. Everyone's jumping right to the Clintons. Let's blame the Clintons. And it's like, really? You still pissed off about Vince Foster? Was he that neat a guy? Anyway, and I'm joking. Of course, he was awesome. There's no reason. Anyway, my point is, is I don't want to weigh in on this, but this is something, this is, this comes from an interview he did a year before his death, um, in which he called uh, laws against men having sex with teen girls is a cultural aberration. All right. Uh, Epstein was uh, accused of forcing underage female liaisons, blah, 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 blah. The point is, is that uh, a year ago, he had done an interview where he said uh, criminalizing sex with teenage girls is a cultural aberration and that in times it hits history, it was perfectly acceptable. That is true. However, morality evolves. Right. Morality evolves. We we don't wash, we don't. Oh God! Yeah, we don't wash, we don't brush our teeth with urine anymore. You know what I'm saying? You know, who brushed their teeth with urine? Romans. You brushed Greeks. your hair with it. Gross. Yeah, they did it, dude. Those people are like Socrates. That was a smart man. It's like, yeah, but he washed his mouth out with urine. Yeah. Yeah, he was smart, but his breath was horrid. Anyway, so I got two little happy stories here to end with. And, you know, I try to see the positive in our world um, and make fun of all the craziness that we're all watching every single day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to clown world, as some people might say. But let's do the happy stuff. Uh, Texas Boys El Paso Challenge to Heal Community goes viral. Uh, Following the tragic shooting, at a Walmart Supercenter in El Paso, Texas, an 11-year-old boy's idea to help the community is going viral. On Sunday, Rose Gan- Gandaria posted a photo of her son, Ruben Martinez, with a note that he wrote called hashtag El Paso Challenge on social media. The post quickly went, went viral. The sixth grader from El Paso is encouraging every citizen in the city to do at least 20 good deeds in honor of the lives lost on Saturday, telling people to be kind to each other. All day, every day, all night, every night. Ruben suggested several examples of random acts of kindness. Mow someone's lawn, visit a nursing home, pay for someone's lunch or dinner, donate to a family in need, write someone a letter and tell them how great they are, hold the door open for everyone, comfort someone when they are sad or stressed, take flowers to someone in the hospital, leave a dollar on a vending machine for the next person. This is all from a mind of an 11-year-old. If an 11-year-old can do this, you can too. He didn't just uh, write a letter and sit around. He's been busy helping his community heal. He's a very caring young man. G- uh, Ganderia told Fox News. He's always been, he's always asking me to give money to homeless people or to go buy them food. Ever since he was little, we always pay for someone's dinner at a restaurant once a month. Ruben and his, sounds like he was brought up by some good people. Absolutely. Yeah. Ruben and his mom went to Walgreens. Uh, Carino's, Barnes and Noble, Sprouts, and other places in El Paso to personally ask people to join the challenge. The first night, he took dinner to first responders. The next day, he passed out candy outside a restaurant and held the door for them. And on Tuesday night, he took roses to Del Sol Hospital and passed them out to families uh, waiting in the ICU. Then he gave roses to the doctors and nurses at the University Medical Center ER, where some of them, where some of the victims of Saturday shooting were taken. He even met Senator Ted Cruz, Republican of Texas, who shared the challenge wearing a shirt and a hashtag on it. Carrying around a poster with the El Paso Challenge in bold black letters, Ruben ran into a group at Taco Bell that gladly accepted. So that's cool. This is the America we live in, ladies and gentlemen, where a horrible thing can happen and uh, something beautiful can sprout out of it. And a, a child can show us adults how fucking stupid we've made the world and allowed it to become. Exactly. So um, I don't think it's partisan at all to get on board with the hashtag El Paso Challenge. 
love is uh, not partisan. That's that's what I love about it. I see what you did there. And I it, used that word again. Uh, it was like a callback. It's like an immediate callback. Yeah. I know humor. I know how it works. Yeah, and it wasn't very good. Except for the fact you were talking about love, so it's acceptable. I get a lot of traction with that word. Anyway, speaking of... (laughs) Now, that one was good. (laughs) I'm at a loss. Uh, You just haven't had as adventurous of a sex life as I have, apparently. Apparently. Well, you know me. I like them kisses and HJs during horror movies. Anyway. enough. Yeah, anyway. So, uh, this is our last story here. And uh, God bless the Air Force. Love you guys. I always hung out with you. It's just like, well, I was like, dude, why didn't you join the army? I mean, you make rank so much faster. I mean, you've been in like six years and you're still E4. What the fuck? Anyway, God bless. God bless the Air Force. God bless all those airmen out there. Uh, Oklahoma airmen helps elderly woman take groceries home in a viral video. Uh, one member of the U.S. Air Force is being hailed as a local hero, hero in Oklahoma for giving an elderly woman and her groceries a ride home after spotting her carrying heavy bags during her two-mile walk near a busy highway in the blistering heat. On August 7th, Jabril, forgive me if I got it wrong, Jabril Jennings of Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma City spotted uh, Janice Hall near Interstate 240. This is from uh, KWTV. Uh, He spotted her walking from Walmart with her arms full of groceries. Temperatures reportedly hovered around 100 degrees Fahrenheit. It's been hot, yo, out there. But it was, where was this at? Texas? Oklahoma. Oklahoma City, near Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it would be humid there. So, yeah, that would suck. Mm -hmm. So, if it was down in Texas, it was probably a dry heat. So, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, And Hall was struggling to carry her haul for the two plus miles to her house. Uh, Ready for action. Was that you or was that the uh, author? What? Hall's taking her haul. Her haul. She wrote that. H-A-U-L. Yeah. Uh, poor choice of words. Yeah, I know. I know. They have horrible writers. I was just trying to make sure if that was you or them. No. No. Like, journalism has gone to shit. Like, really. Really. Honestly. That's not clever using a word like that. That mm-hmm. sounds similar to the name that close to it. Bad, bad, anyway. bad. Yeah. So, this woman was all set to walk herself by herself. And she had, like, a little walker thing. Mm-hmm. She was ready to walk herself two miles. And this Air Force um, guy, I can't see his rank. It doesn't mention his rank. He's probably just an airman, just e, e, E2, E3, something like that. Just a regular enlisted. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, he was, he was, quote, unquote, ready for action in his regulation flight suit. Jennings pulled over and offered Hall a ride home, which he happily accepted. Uh, little did the airman know, but passerby Amber Roy began recording the pair loading up Jennings' car with Hall's groceries. The way that people were driving, I didn't think that anyone was recording the serviceman who works as a radio operator aboard the Airborne Warning Control System later told KWTV. I, I didn't even realize that, that, anyone, uh, that there was anyone around me until someone stopped, parked behind us, put the hazards on while I helped load the stuff in the car. Uh, he continued by saying, uh, once I got her, once I got into the car, she immediately started talking. Uh, she reminded me of my grandma and started telling me about her day. It's like, of course she did. Uh, Roy has since shared the video footage of a sweet scene on Facebook. What was her name? Something Roy. Uh, Amber Roy. Amber Roy has uh, since shared the vi- video footage of the sweet scene to Facebook, where it has since been viewed over 3.3 million times to date. It's probably up from now. It's a, yeah, it says 4.6 million views now. Uh, Hall echoed similar sentiments, agreeing that she had no idea that they were being recorded, and she enjoys the regular walk home from Walmart for the exercise. So I can stay in the heat. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me a bit. She told KWTV, I'd rather have heat than air conditioning any day. It's like, what? What really? <laughs> but she's not going to turn away a friendly hand, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, the new friend soon make it back, made it back to Hall's house, where the airman helped the woman carry on, uh, carry in her purchases. That man was a really sweet guy. I just couldn't believe it. Hall mused, and he come over here and help carry this stuff in. Better yet, Jennings says 
that uh, he plans to recruit a few Air Force pals to help fix the broken ramp outside Hall's home to make her life easier. Awesome. So that's the America we live in, ladies and gentlemen. That's your servicemen and women. That's what they do. Granted, they don't do this kind of thing every day, and but they should, you know. And the days they can't, you should. Yeah, exactly. We should. But it's seven o'clock, and those are two happy stories, and I'm riding high on the happy joy joys. So, uh, dude, share. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, we've discussed this. Absolutely. So, uh, see, uh, be sure to check out. Go to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Check out the new tiers. Become a patron. Help us out. We really appreciate it. We're running over time. I'm the madman, and I love you. But. That's your your turn. Oh, I'm the heel hippie. Wishing you all peanut butter and jo- uh, Jolly Ranchers. Sounds good. Get some.